everybody. This is Muffin with the Daily Biker Podcast. Just here to let y'all know the opinions and ideas expressed in this show are those of the hosts and their guests, not to be confused with their partners and sponsors. Now, let's get it on. Hey guys, this is Sean from the Bikes and Beards YouTube channel, and you guys are listening to the Daily Biker Podcast. You're going to love it. Man, it's super early. Everybody should still be laying in their hotel room trying to recover. Slam and blare and jazz like we're going into the evening. Well, you know, you gotta you gotta do that every now and then. Isn't that how you start the morning? Everybody starts the morning. Like park in front of a business blaring music. Well, on that note, hey everybody, welcome back to the Daily Biker Podcast. <laughs> What's up? This is the life. So, hey, everybody, my name is Marcus. I am your clueless leader. If y'all don't know who I am, welcome to the podcast. Uh, I usually try and take you on a learning journey and usually, so you half the time I don't even know what I'm saying, where I'm going, what's going on in this world. But we are in the bright and sunny Panama City Beach, Florida. Today I've got Daniel with me. Hey there. And we've got a returning special guest, Brian from Southern Iron Customs, Sick Customs in Panama City Beach. Say hello. Good to be back, man. Good to have you guys get. Oh yeah, well, it's always fun to come down here. You know, we came down in December. That little break between December and New Year's that was that was nice to get out. <laughs> he wants to make sure people know he has a motorcycle. Shot. <laughs> I'm sure you deal with that all the time. Yeah, um, it's kind of funny sometimes, man. I'm like these guys go the extra. Extra hard to let you know they're passing the shop. Oh, yeah. Oh, they have to. Got to bust that red limiter all the way down to newbies. It's a bike shop. Yeah. If you Every did. bike shop and bar. You got to rev it. Yeah. If you don't, did they really know you're riding? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> the I thing. Cool, about though, it. They let us know they know we're here. So. Yeah. Yeah. If, if he didn't rev, I know. Well, I forgot to set up. Tell we're on about this this morning. Everybody's in <laughs> yeah. a late night. Got technical difficulties. <laughs> I just forgot to set my screen so it doesn't lock on me. It's okay. I've only done that about a thousand times in this podcast. Speaking of, uh, what'd you guys think about the kickoff party last night? That was fantastic. It's always for a better lack of terms, sick. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So, Buster, um, you know we we've been doing bike nights with Buster ever since I uh, met Buster, but uh, I want to say that's our um, something like the fifteenth. Yeah kickoff party and every year it's just gotten bigger and i think last night was probably one of the biggest ones i've seen uh we filled all three parking lots the ground yeah. parking lot was full yeah the front of buster was full in front of the hangar was full and down the street uh well you know was, shit, half of them were from chattanooga i think <laughs> me and lewis yeah, were talking like a it. couple weeks ago we we're like you know buster keeps it up everything past sick is going to be buster something he's going to like have it all go just going down thomas drive yeah, man, he's um he did it right on that corner though by basically that whole block. Yeah, and then, uh, you guys probably don't know this, but the warehouse is behind that. He also owns which um, we learned that last night actually. Tom, uh, I'm guessing has the vintage. Yeah, he yeah, had the scooter, yeah. the topper. Yeah, yeah. So Tom, uh, really cool guy. He's all about vintage bikes. Um, that's his thing in the uh, vintage club. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure exactly. I don't want to speak out of line, but I think he's on the board of that. Um, I know he's a major part of that. Uh, but either way, he split that with us for the first time last night. If you notice, all the vintage bikes kind of scattered throughout yeah. the world. Yeah, I wall. saw that. Very cool. <laughs> I was enjoying that. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, hey, man, uh, 
Would you sell me some of that 250 right there? He goes, no. And then he started telling me um, the blue Harley over in the far corner. Uh, he got when he was 14 years old from his dad. Wow. I'm like, how cool is that? Like, you got to be the coolest kid on the block. He goes, I was. Yeah. I'm like, oh, absolutely. Who gets a Harley Davidson back in uh, the 70s? Well, you know, at, at 14. 14 years old and i'm sure there's a lot of those 14 15 year old young men back then that built you know with scrap parts and things yeah. uh, that was more common but yeah brand new bike to him and he still has it and he's like i'll never sell it can't blame him for that so. that's so it's very cool. cool though you don't see that connection to things anymore people get stuff they move them around they never keep it well i heard you know there's no tradition anymore either it seems yeah. like you know uh, there's few of us in I'm not trying to, you know, split up age ranges or generations or whatever. But <coughs> well, Daniel's the new a new generation. Don't yeah. do it down, you know. Uh, um, Youngest millennial one or whatever you want to call it. But <laughs> I feel like um, I say that, but last time we kind of touched bases on this too. But I feel like uh, that generation, you know, hang on to things. Mm-hmm. And you know, today it's just a material world. You know, yeah. It's yeah. Buy, sell, throw away, whatever. Um, even our generation uh, tend to hang on to things yeah. that kind of fades out. You know, hang on to them, learn how to fix it, maintain it. It, yeah. la- it can last forever if it's. Well, I mean, looking around your of. shop, I would never assume that you hang on to anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a, um, it's a, it's a fine line of hoarding. Almost. <laughs> uh, but well, no, man, it's I, practical hoarding. It's, it is. It's neatly it is. organized it's not, hoarding. Um, yeah. I hope it doesn't look junked up. It might look. Oh, a, little, no. a little rougher this year, seeing how no. lack of help. But uh, well, preparation. It's a motorcycle shop. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's the thing about it. It has that. For someone that's never been in a, a smaller independent shop, it has that presence. Um, like we talked before, you came from the corporate side of the motorcycle world and you know, everything is nice, neat, organized in its place. And there's only so much that larger dealers can do and larger motorcycle shops can do that. It's a definitely a different presence. Oh, for sure. Well, you know, when you come into something like this, employees, employees, you'd got, you know, in the corporate world, you got a motor clothes division, you got a parts division, you got a service division. Look, look at that. Excuse me. Go for it. Let's do this song. This is Brian. Let me help you. Hey, Dan. How you doing, buddy? He lays it out. He's yeah. a busy man. No, I still got it going. I know. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, I'll definitely will be looking after <laughs> yeah. bike week. I got some help for bike week, but um, after bike week, I'll be looking for sure bringing on um, a service tech. Y'all hear that here? If you're a certified service tech, good employee, and you're looking for a job, call sick, Panama City. Yes, sir. Spiking here. <laughs> he just wants to talk to you. Yes, yeah, sir. I sure appreciate that, man. That's a um, that's a mighty generous offer. And uh, whoop, 
What was your name again? <coughs> so write this down. I actually got some folks right in front of me right now. Gotcha. You see, I mean, you don't get like yes, sir. that's yeah. It's not I need the parts wall. I need one of those for my garage. What's that? I mean, that's super cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you wouldn't be able to have stacks. That's exactly because you have all these different bikes. That's what you think. I just get one for each bike. <laughs> just be one gasket. Um, no, I saw my last some, one yesterday, and I was hoping need to put some pegboards up for Friday, but mm. yeah, told me when I ordered your parts, doubted it coming out of Missouri that it would make it in time. Uh, but we had three to start the week. I usually go through a couple of them. Um, we just went through all three. So. He for me? He's good. I got him. Right, cool. <laughs> went back there, punched him. No, we left it recording for a minute. Then when I went to check on Gadget, he, he hit pause. Yeah, on it. Rewind that. Was but, <laughs> but what was well, no, what was funny, I don't know if you heard like even while you were on the phone, I was like, Yeah, if you're needing a job and you're uh -huh. certified and you're skilled. <clears throat> Mechanic? Yeah. That's a good shout out. Yeah. <clears throat> this guy's want me to send him my work. Like, we'll pick it up. We'll fix it and bring it back to you. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> that, that, that puts a lot of liability on yeah. you. you got to no, take can't. that risk then. Can't. Well, then you're slapping your name on oh, the yeah. work that somebody yeah. else is doing. Yeah, no, yeah. I would never do that. That's no. I, I, I don't know if that was a generous offer or if that was an offer to help him get business too. Still, it's an offer and it is. A, I'll take it as a hey, generous offer. You never know. Very yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, we were also talking about, you know, your your parts walls because stuff like that, it's just so cool walking into a little independent shop and just seeing it. I mean, even for people that, you know, say they have a new bike and bike's under warranty and um, they want to be a big part of their local dealer. Yeah. Well, you know, this is a more personable environment, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and you walk in, uh, you deal with one person most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, like any other shop, we don't like people standing in the garage for liability reasons and yeah. things like that. But um, to an extent, those guys go up to the door and they're able to kind of see what we're doing to their bike and ask questions. And um, they come up, like you said, they come up to the parts counter and they can see all the gaskets and the oils and um, everybody else's parts waiting to be put on. <laughs> It's uh, not like you have one of those cavernous shops that it just goes into a far corner and you can't see it and yeah. get no updates or anything like that. But either way, you know, with that being said, it it is that one-on-one -on -one connection that you do get an independent shop versus a uh, dealership. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not saying that, you know, the dealerships don't do good jobs with their service riders because there are some service riders. Um, and we had some at Mountain Creek and other dealerships in the past, but that are super personable and just really good at what they do. And yeah. that's what makes a dealership shine, you know. Yeah. Um, I was always a firm believer in training on, you know, the meet and greet and building that relationship. Um, it's just a lot easier yeah. in an independent shop. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, you know, the cool thing with, with you is there's some independent shops that they don't necessarily want to have that working relationship with the bigger stores and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I work for the corporate side of it. You're an independent shop, and we get along like crazy. Now, our shops don't have really any c compete at all. No. 
but it, it's just it's a good thing to see that stuff. Well, you know, and, and I think that falls more into um, the lifestyle of this biker community. Yeah. Uh, you know, like interest. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty certain this shop brought us together, uh, just like many of my other friends I've made over the years doing this. Yeah. Um, but you know, having a like interest, uh, yeah. a biker, whether that biker is um, at some point, though. whether that uh, biker is a uh, 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 riding a Honda or a Harley or whatever. Yeah, you haven't kicked me out of the parking lot yet. Yeah, so. yeah. It's just a matter yeah. of time. <laughs> Thing is about his bike, he'd probably outrun most of these Harleys. <laughs> it's, it's no slouch. <laughs> I guarantee it. Um, uh, those are cool machines. But you Thank know, you. with that being said, you know, in the biker lifestyle, the biker community, I don't think people shun. Uh, other or bikers they shouldn't they shouldn't i mean but it's a it's a shared like interest where i feel like where that falls in yeah um, absolutely so um excuse me one second just trying to work and do an interview we'll just do it all together yeah, yeah i know what's up Sam? how do you how do y'all get up so early after staying out so late i have an alarm that goes off at five. Oh, i just don't drink myself stupid <laughs> it's hard to do that hanging out with Chris. I think you left before we did, anyways. Oh, I did. I did. I've, I've been up since five, also. So. Yeah. So I now, so now I can off. tell everybody around here is old. <laughs> we don't read signs. We complain about staying up late. We complain about getting up early. <laughs> right there with you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it goes. I mean, I'd have to say, last night's kickoff party was probably. I mean, the biggest that I've seen. I've I've been to probably. Six or seven of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely, uh, <laughs> I had a lot of fun last night. I mean, I, I definitely noticed a big crowd. Um, a lot of familiar faces been here over the years. Uh, <coughs> we're in our ninth year here now, so you figure two bike weeks a year, mm-hmm. uh, minus the the hurricane or the COVID, whichever, or both, they had got canceled. Well, we, that. we still came down for the COVID run because we yeah. turned into the We the People. Oh, yeah, We the People. Yeah, we had a great turnout for that. That was uh, yeah, that was really awesome. And, you know, the only advertising that we did through that was social media. Yeah. Uh, yeah. About the only advertising I do. Anyways. Well, and you started pushing the, the Grand Lagoon run at that time, too. Mm-hmm. Glad you brought that up. You know, that's still a thing. We still yeah. have shirts here. Um, so people want to pick up those maps when they come down. The Grand Lagoon Run keeps you here on the east end of Thomas Drive, making a big loop, the Lagoon Loop, we call it. Well, it's so nice because there's so many places on that that, you know, I've been coming down here for years, and I didn't really know about. And it introduces you to these places. And the big thing for me, since I I have come down here so much and I've started meeting so many locals and getting to know a lot of the locals, Mm -hmm. a lot of these places are kind of like those spots where a lot of the locals go. Yeah. And... I've started going in those now, you know, people remember me and mm-hmm. it's, it's a, it's a good time. And of Marks, course you're hard to forget. Mm-hmm. I've tried. I've tried numerous times. Is that why you jumped this morning uh, when I walked into the living room? Yeah. Like, oh, crap. He's still, he's still here. here. So, uh, you know, but that's vice versa too. You know, uh, like I said about last night, you see a lot of familiar faces and, yeah. and those familiar faces are the ones that I've seen time after time, every bike week here in the shop. Yeah, and and have grown to know that that Wednesday night is a thing now. You know, it's yeah. a kickoff bike week party, and um, Whiskey Dicks plays every year. Those guys are 
great. It's perfect really for are. the environment. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, I've seen them here play a couple times. I got them lined up. I've got them playing at the shop. They've already played once for my St. Patty's party at the shop, and I'm getting them to come back in July for another party that we're having. Yeah, at the shop. yeah, man, they're 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 just absolutely perfect for what that is, and the guys are really good at what they do. So I'm glad Buster gets that booked every year. Um, but uh, you know, today starts off really the big part of Bike Week for us here at the shop. Yeah. Thursday, uh, we got the CBR show, the Chopper Bobber Rat show. Tomorrow, yeah. we have the first time ever that we're doing the FXR Friday show. Um, How many do you think you're going to have show up for that? You know, I, I, it's the first time, and again, we advertise through social media. So if I had five show up, I'd be happy to start. But who knows? You know, we well, I mean, I think last spring you had, you ended up having about 10 for the performance backer show i think it was a little over that but yeah that was a great turnout and we're doing that again saturday yeah um not just baggers performance bikes uh uh baggered i'll probably come out and lose to a road glide uh (laughs) you might lose to a soft hill (laughs) (laughs) who knows uh you never know what's going to happen with those um that performance thing is really taking off uh and it's fun you know it's a fun deal to work on to help set those bikes up you know people come in and with the taller suspension, we push Legends. Um, you know, the shorty uh, Bassani. Uh, Bassani yeah. sponsors uh, Dylan, which I'm also a sponsor for Dylan. And yeah. um, those guys have been good to us. We've pushed a lot of the pipes for these uh, performance style builds. And, um, uh, you know, just the people going to, more and more people going to chain drive. Yeah. Hey, can you, uh, yeah. can you mail me a chain drive setup or people just coming off the street? Hey, I want to go to chain drive. And well, it's cool. You know, I was yesterday, I went out to Frank Brown and I was talking to some of the vendors out there that have their, their companies. I'm not going to say the companies because we talked about some stuff that isn't really public information yet. Um, but the, we talked about stuff. These are huge companies, companies that have been around companies that, people buy regular parts from for their 21 23 26 inch bikes and stuff Mm -hmm. like that that they're starting to make lighter weight parts they're starting to one of these companies is getting ready to make a lightweight swing arm yeah for baggers and it's like it's so exciting to see that (laughs) these companies are starting to step into that realm because they see it oh yeah it's definitely the cycle the fad cycle or whatever you want to call it uh where you see you know the choppers back in the day were in and they come all the way around and it goes to the bigger bikes and then the big wheel came in and then the fat tire and, yeah. yeah you know the big wheel's still around but um what do you think the next fad's gonna be after the, performance i mean uh who knows uh, it's, it's gonna so go back crazy to crazy right now <laughs> that's I, what he keeps saying it's coming back to choppers, choppers are coming back i said that um october yeah. um and a lot of that, you know, I hate to say this, not being judgmental or stereotypical, but, you know, it is with the hipsters, you know, are bringing back the old skinny yeah. vintage chop. And I think it's super cool. Those guys are like, you see a younger generation yeah. going to the older style, you know, the shovel head chop. And, and you know, my personal favorite is uh, uh, Nevo, you know, build, yeah. a, build a Evo shop. And that fad is definitely coming back. Uh, I don't think it will interfere with that performance style. You know, it's just uh, two different styles, and it's kind of so far. Well, I mean, to me, it's one of those things that the, uh, <clears throat> like the choppers, you have a group that that never let the choppers die. Yeah. Uh, with the big wheels, you've got a group 
that it's not necessarily a bad thing, <laughs> but that that's their thing. That's what they like. Yeah. The same thing with the big wheels. You got guys that they haven't let it die. They really love their their big wheel bikes and stuff, and mm-hmm. they they still ride those bikes and everything. For me, and it could just be because the performance bagger appeals to me so much. It it seems more of something that's going to stick around more even after whatever the next fad may be kind of comes in Mm -hmm. simply because a lot of what you do (laughs) look at that busy man Southern Iron Customs Brian we'll be right back we're back see they never know when I just we're just he didn't need to say we're (laughs) (laughs) but you know uh, what we were talking about, you know, the fads and everything, but with that stunt stuff, you know, with that being said, um, uh, I, you know, as bad as I hate to, but shops getting busy and phones starting to blow up, but to load the bike up with my clothes. And you broke the exhaust. No, I didn't break the damn exhaust. It just fucking fell off. <laughs> it's pulling in, Sounds it's like it broke. Traffic light pulling into the damn neighborhood. So, uh, what the, <laughs> with that being said, it's I'm so going to cut out of here and uh, yeah. end this interview today. But before you go, get back together. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, we want to do. Side of this, we want to do. Um, yeah, we're going to come back today. Hopefully, we can get with Dylan and uh, Dylan Steve. And Steve. Mm-hmm. Steve. Look, here's what you got. I'm just going to have you do this. I'm giving you three chips for chop ride sale. So, what three bikes you got? All right, I got a pan. Street six three six. All right, so you got to chop one. You got to just oh. ride one without touching it, and you got to sell one. Feel like All this right. is easy. Audio says six three six. I know low life would have loved to pick that up. So. <laughs> um, I'm just going to cruise that street glide. I mean, it's got more than you ever need on a motorcycle, anyways, and super smooth. And that old panhead. That's going to be a sick chopper right there for sure. Nice picks, man. I like those. <laughs> yeah, you got lucky. Yeah, yeah. right back. Trust me. Yeah. Trust me. There's a Z90 in here that we pulled out about five dozen times. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So, but yeah. That was a good pick. I wish those were mine. <laughs> you just drop them off. Well, we're, yeah. yeah. We'll figure well, that gonna out. Come, we're going to come back, hopefully, um, be able to get the interview with Dylan and Steve and everything. I think that'll be fun, too. Yeah, man. To be able and to get give you an actual aspect from the guys on the professional level absolutely uh, yeah that are traveling all over the country doing that for a living uh so that'll be fun for the listeners yep (laughs) rock stars without guitars (laughs) (laughs) i appreciate it brian thanks guys we out hey everybody this is sean at white lightning harley davidson i want to thank you for listening to the daily biker podcast You can reach the podcast on Facebook or Instagram at The Daily Biker, or you can email the podcast at thedailybiker at gmail.com. Be sure to keep an eye on White Lightning Harley-Davidson social media pages for the most up-to-date information on all our events and where you can find the boys.